Welcome back to New Rockstars. I'm Eric Voss. This is Philip Molina. Hey, buddy. Hey, how's it going? Hey, this is a big question. It's New Rockstars' new Q&A show. We're going to answer your biggest questions about all things nerdy, the kind of weird questions that really no one should spend time researching, the kind of geek grenades that Philip and I could jump on all day. We're also going to be answering fan mail questions. We got oh, yeah. a little freaking question box <laughs> that is full of personal questions for us. Yeah. There were some gross ones that we got, and we had to ignore them this time. That's but also, right. we drank a little before we started. Just a little bit. So, All right, let's get started. Philip and I have each selected a big question to assign to each other to answer. It's kind of a little challenge. We got your help with it, though. Philip, my question to you came from at Macho My Nacho. And this is a question I've always wondered. How much does... Thor's hammer. I almost said Cap's hammer. You almost said Karen. picked it up. Karen's hammer. How much does Mjolnir weigh exactly? You've always wondered this. I have wondered. Good, because I've got an answer for you. But also, I'm not qualified to really answer this, so I'm trying here. So call me out. It's fine. But also, <laughs> you're bullying a person who's admitting their faults. Uh, <laughs> all right. First of all, okay. I did do a lot of research and a lot of math on this. Great. Thor's hammer did actually start out as being incredibly massively heavy in Norse mythology. Oh, sure, yeah. That okay. It wasn't about worthiness. It was literally, like, too <laughs> dang heavy. Like, well, to the Norse people, uh, strength equals worthiness. Yeah, There's no other quality exactly. they look for in a person. So, yeah. if not only did the only people that could steal Thor's hammer, it wasn't that they were worthy, is that there were three giant trolls <laughs> who together could lift his hammer. Okay. And so they were just, like, able to take it. Thor himself <laughs> literally wears a weight belt in order in order to like not sure it have a name <laughs> yeah wheel near uh, <laughs> but there's no way that that's that's what's going on here it's obviously sure. much more complicated so i also went into the marvel archives to the archives yeah exactly it weighs 42.3 pounds great or you know one eric yes now <laughs> yeah, you're mostly front uh -huh. Yeah, I'm, I'm all front, baby. That's <laughs> <laughs> sexy. So the issue with that, though, is that that's actually an old figure, and it didn't really account for the way we'd seen Thor's hammer expressed in the MCU. That's true. Uh, the film hammer is different. Yeah, 42.3 pounds is liftable, theoretically. I've, I've heard that you yeah. could probably yeah, lift. Theoretical, yeah, yeah. yeah you've it, lifted that. All right. Uh, I've lifted one, Eric, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, many yeah. a times. So 42.3 pounds doesn't actually make sense for the way it, it behaves in the MCU. This is gonna immediately get super weird of how Ooh the boy. weight so changes depending on who's lifting it. And so first, you remember the you remember Higgs boson? Yeah, uh, yeah. particle. Right, the Higgs boson particle. You're right. Uh -huh. uh, the the whole large hadron collider thing. Yes. Where everyone thought it was gonna be the end of the world, but actually proved the existence of the Higgs boson particles, the uh -huh. theoretical the particle. god particle. Yes, right? exactly. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it proved the existence of God, <laughs> uh, and we all changed and became what we are. That's not the only theoretical particle that is currently interesting in science. Uh -huh. There's another particle called it's just straight up called the graviton. I confused it for a second with the Gravitron, Wait, which yes. is the worst ride. I've ridden the Graviton there, yeah. before, and <laughs> yeah. I've had other people's vomit slap me a little uh, bit on the cheek. No, a Graviton is the theoretical particle that gives mass an increase or decrease feeling when you go to lift it depending on your relative distance to another heavenly body. So for instance, on Earth, something feels like it weighs 42.3 pounds. In space, the, the mass of it doesn't change, then why does it feel like it changes? Theoretically, there's a different particle, in some ways invisible to us, that is actually changing the amount of how much the thing kind of weighs. And is this of. related to whether you're on Earth or the Moon or Jupiter or Pluto or yeah, something like that? Yeah, kind of. Super theoretical, but we have some guesses of the way it works. It feels like it has to be coming into play with Thor's hammer because you could think easily, hey, Thor's hammer is magic. Shut up, Philip. Yeah, I mean, you, Odin's you might whisper. be thinking, shut up, Philip, anyway. Odin's whisper. It's my Odin, favorite song. though. Hey, how you doing, love? 
we know this about Asgardians, what do they famously say about magic? It's what we call science. Right, it's just or, that they're so yeah. far advanced Obviously. with their science yeah. that we think of it as magic, but it uses the rules of science. Now we know that it's not as simple as magic because when someone goes to lift it, it's not that they aren't strong enough now, they don't get weaker, it's as if it's very heavy. It is a oh, mass okay. thing. Yeah. The easiest way to see it is in the scene where the Avengers variously try to lift it, and you watch Iron Man, he's using tech to try to lift it. Right. And the tech is not necessarily worthy or unworthy, but the tech is using like jet engine Yeah, power. it's applying a force to it. Yeah, yeah. and it is, it, the magic isn't making the tech less capable, and it's way more easy to see what's actually happening when you see the Hulk lift it because oh, the right. Hulk goes to lift it but he's actually starting to create a downward force next to him on the ground underneath right. his feet and you see that the ground starts to crack. Oh he's, yeah, he's smushing himself into the ground. Right, yeah. into nothing, yeah, into yeah. Plato. So that tells us for fact that the force is essentially being redirected but it's not that the Hulk got weaker or something or he wasn't right. able to do it. So force being relative to mass means that the mass is actually at play here and the mass is changing along with the force. So this is where it continues to get super weird. It is based on, by the way, just Newton's third law. Yeah, I was gonna say, like uh, action equals a reaction that will get redirected somewhere. So the more force that they're putting in, the more force that is working against them. But it's not working against them in their muscles. It feels like this thing is changing weight and it's getting heavier, but at a very exact way. So okay. it's actually kind of weirdly, roughly able to do a little bit of math on this. <laughs> All right. I love that you did math on it, this. Well, and it's not accurate. Don't use this. Not in a life or death situation, <laughs> at least. We do know that if you were to create a formula for the weight of this hammer, 42.3 pounds is a consistent amount. That part does not change. That's, that's consistent. That's a constant. Yeah. No matter what. No matter if you're worthy or not worthy. Mm -hmm. However, if you're unworthy, as determined by the hammer, which probably means that it is doing some sort of snapshot assessment of all the gross, dirty little yeah, things. Yeah, it's just giving done. you like an up and down look, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a black yeah, light. Exactly. It's just like, Ugh, just with the black not light. worthy. Uh, so when it activates a black light, sees you're not worthy, then it kicks in a new graviton base. Essentially, the Uru metal that makes uh, Thor's hammer is probably why it's it's, it's special. It's oh, because it's do unique. This. Yeah, it's yeah. A unique metal. So it can actually give off gravitons. If you think of them as particles that have a consistent mass themselves, which we have a theoretical number of what that mass is. Oh my god! Uh, here, it's on screen, <laughs> but I because I, I forgot to write it down in front of me. If you take the force that is being applied, just say we're applying we're a lifting force of maybe a thousand pounds, we're a strong man on one of those uh, competitions on TV. Mm -hmm. That lifting force, and you divide it by the mass of a single graviton, that would tell you how many gravitons now need to be added to the weight of the hammer in mm. order for the hammer to feel like it's the exact opposite amount of force you're uh, applying. You multiply that by the weight of a single graviton, which is that tiny, tiny number, and now we know the additional weight that has been added to the hammer. 42.3 plus exactly the amount of added weight or mass uh -huh that is the amount of force that you gave into it. So, for an unworthy, like uh -huh. either of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Speak for yourself. Uh, 42.3 <laughs> pounds plus the exact force that you're able to apply is dynamically being added to the 42.3 pounds and giving Thor's hammer a relative weight that constantly changes to exactly the amount of force that you're applying to it. But, if you happen to be Thor or Cap, it zeroes out the amount of gravitons, zeroing out that half of the equation and adding up to still just 42.3. That sounds like an exact answer. <laughs>
I feel like we could have just measured Chris Hemsworth bicep. I tried this route. I'm not kidding. I looked up. There are new videos of Chris. New, not new. Nude. New. New. I saw your face. I'm gonna uh, look later. Yeah, I saw your nose perk up. He has this like huge, massive bicep in his new workout videos. The one on camera, because I was like, he doesn't look like he's lifting that much on camera. The prop masters uh, made that one to only be like 13 pounds oh. because he needs to wield it so much. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, after four takes of that, then uh, you're not so much of an Avenger anymore. Just... How much did you start drinking before we started? I won't tell. <laughs> How about we take a break? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll come back with uh, the next uh, question that you wanted answered after a quick message from people we care about. Hey guys, Eric here. Just a reminder that New Rockstars is offering exclusive rewards to our patrons in the form of bonus videos each month. For November, I did an in-depth breakdown of the opening sequence of Raiders of the Lost Ark and how it so perfectly defined Indiana Jones as a hero and foreshadowed everything to follow in that film, including Nazis' heads exploding. You can get exclusive access to that video along with lots of other behind-the-scenes content and just a general good feeling of helping this channel grow by becoming an official patron of New Rockstars Digital Studios. Just go to patreon.com slash new rockstars. Again, that's patreon.com slash new rockstars. All right, we're back. We got refills. This show's fun. Yeah, I'm having uh, a good time. My brain is tired though, so I'm glad that it gets to be your turn now. Okay. okay. I assigned Eric a question that I got from this guy's great at Grandpa Glow, oh. uh, which I imagine is a character on Glow that hasn't been revealed yet. Uh -huh. Uh, okay. <laughs> he wants to know how old is Cap now, but it's a two parter. And is he gonna die soon? I feel like your second question is, is the real question. Yeah, like, that's like like, he, like but, casually like, he hey, how old is he? Okay, well, um, I loved that I got to answer this question because it is like it's on our minds. There's so much mystery around Cap at the end of Endgame. It's just this old man shows up. Where has he been? He's what been has on he this seen? bench for a hundred years? <laughs> yeah. Is he just how many ducks has he watched live and die yeah. from, uh, as he's fed them? Okay, well, we do know that Cap ages very slowly thanks to the super soldier serum. But he doesn't age normally. He also has this big like wrinkle in his life, not just on his face, because he was in ice sleeping for what, like 67 years. So that also right. just puts a big like blip in the middle oh. of his life. Yeah, so yeah. sorry, did you go about this more like his biological age or his age as a birth certificate? I went by every possible way okay, in, <laughs> in an attempt to answer this question definitively. Okay, so Cap was born birth certificate 1918, and then he lived for about 27 years he went into the ice in 1945 okay and there he stayed for six decades or so 67 years later in 2011 they thawed him back out and there he continued to age normally but not totally normally because he had the super, super soldier, soldier serum yeah. so it slowed that process down by how much uh, we're not exactly sure but we have a general estimate of it after 2011 he lived for another 12 or 13 more years to the events of avengers endgame past the blip it's now 2023 or so and they are able to defeat Thanos, and then he goes back in time, which is where the whole mystery begins, because he goes back in time to live with Peggy, the writers confirm 1948, and then continue to live on some life. We never saw what that life was, whether he used his knowledge of the future to prevent horrible things like JFK's assassination, we hope. Good, good investments in Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. probably what it was. The numbers we do have on this come from two different sources. There are two different VFX producers who worked on this. One is Jen Underdahl, who is a visual effects producer who works for Marvel Entertainment, who said in a Wired interview, what would a super soldier look like if he aged 106 years? Now. It's not a difference if that means a difference of 106 years, like plus 106 or years. Or age two. Or that's how old he is now. Right. There was another source, Trent Klaus, who works for Lola VFX. That is the team that Marvel commissioned to produce that effect. 
Um, so this is produced by, they're the artists who are literally going in there pixel by pixel. This is who ages humans. Yes. In real uh, yeah, they're yeah. controlling all of our aging processes. He said in an interview, I think the technical age we came up with was 119 years old. He would be at that point in time, but with the serum, he was supposed to land roughly 85 to 95, somewhere in that age, younger than what a normal human would look like. So uh, we're able to kind of go back and see how they got those numbers. Uh, 106, Jen Underdahl's numbers, would mean that Cap's second life with Peggy lasts 67 years, which is interesting because that's also how long he was frozen for. And in that alternate timeline, around the year 2015 would be when he would jump back to give Sam the shield in our timeline. So 2015, if you think about it, that would be around the time Hank Pym meets Scott Lang and his pen particles are now back on the scene, so he, he would be able to find him. 2015's also around the time Peggy Carter would have died. Right, I was just thinking, she still dies. He didn't super soldier yeah, her. Yeah, she's still living her life. Selfishly, yeah. he could have made her live longer. He? Why didn't he give her a chance? Real quick, I'll say, if he if she died in 2015, how what year do we see him on the bench? That was 2023 or 2024. So eight or, or nine years have passed since Peggy's died. We don't know what he's up to in this time, too? That would be in the version of time travel that he lives within our timeline, and he's just been hanging out. Still saying, I want old man cap in falcon and the winter soldier yes a guiding force we hope so that he is going to be a mentor figure now if we're going by the 119 number that's the number i like better and there's a couple reasons why in cap's second life with peggy that he lives that would mean that would have lasted 80 years which sounds like a nice round number that someone's like oh let's say he lives a life of 80 years with her and that would mean in his alternate timeline the year would be 2028 which is in the future, and there's some kind of technology, presumably, that gets invented that doesn't exist currently in 2023. And that would really be the only explanation for how he could use this other new time travel uh, form that doesn't exist yet, because it doesn't make sense how he shows up at the end of the movie, no matter how different. How Even if he doesn't he keep it. going and getting more pin particles? Because it's not just pin particles. You would have to, like, go back down to that theoretical branch that no longer exists, and then, like, make a weird, like, 30 degree turn to, like, end up back up to this one. It's, it's weird. Because when you go back, you change things, and mm. the new timelines get formed. So, you know, the writers, the directors didn't totally think it out. So that's why you can say, like, oh, it was 2028. All kinds of, Elon Musk came up with this whole new thing in 2026, and that's what Captain Elon Musk exists in the Marvel Universe. He does. And Tony Stark also does. Yeah, in Iron Man 2, Elon Musk oh, you're right. <laughs> makes a cameo, and they, like, hang out in, uh, in he, Monaco. <laughs> I like how pathetic Elon Musk is in their world. Yeah, he's, I made yeah. Teslas, I made yeah. super batteries. 119, also, with the, he said the appearance would be, the age 85 years old that would mean crunching those numbers the super soldier serum causes cap to age 20 to 30 percent slower mm. than the average human does so if you think about this in the 13 years between cap's defrosting at the end of captain mm -hmm. america the first avenger and avengers endgame chris evans aged the actor aged seven years in that time but he never ages up Stark gets more gray hair, Thor gets fat, uh, Banner uh, uh, turns into Hulk Banner, Black Widow, her hair changes, they all change in different ways, but they kept Chris Evans exactly the same as much as they could to show that his super soldier serum is having this effect on him. The, uh, the other point I wanna make here is that the actor that they used as a stand-in, his name is Patrick Gorman, and when they shot this, uh, he was like the stand-in and they put Chris Evans' face on him and he's they modeled the his guy. face. He's the old guy. He's a stand-in actor. He's done a bunch of different stuff. Uh, he was, he's 85 years old right now. When they shot this movie, he was 83 years old. So I think the 119 number of this is, is the better number. So the conclusion, I believe, based off of all the numbers we have shown and based off of the aging evidence we can look at, Cap, currently in the MCU, is 119 years old. That old man Cap is mm. 119 years old. But has the, the still... 
amazing body of a 83 year old man or 85 year old. years old. Yeah. Now it's worth po pointing out that Cap's body, his body has been in existence for 186 years. He was just frozen, frozen for a lot right. of it. So, but this tissue has like seen Earth's time pass for 186 years. So it's hard to measure age if you're just going by birth certificate or based off of that person's experience of time passing. Oh yeah, so you're saying Cap is almost 200 years almost, old? Almost, uh, yeah, double the centenarian, whatever you call that. Wow. He has perceived 119 years passing. So it's, you know, there are people who have kind of lived upwards of that long, but he has the body of an 85 year old man. Yeah, ooh, tight 85 year old. Yeah. So, but the scary question, he gonna die soon? Will he die soon? I think not. There are some rumors that he will appear in Falcon and Winter Soldier as kind of a guiding mentor figure. So yeah, hopefully Batman not. Beyond style. And I hope he never dies. My hope is that he... Well, no one's like, I hope Cap dies. He lives and lives and lives and watches all of his friends and loved ones and all the flowers and all the animals and the skyscrapers rise and crumble around him. And he's there like Wally. Why does this have like a warm romantic <laughs> energy to it? But you're describing the saddest existence where yes. everything dies around him. What if he's immortal now and he can't die? No matter how many things are thrown at him. He's you just want this to, for yourself. Yeah, I just think there's some kind of beautiful poetry in that, and that's that's Cap now. So it's a it's a sad existence that he lives in. Yeah, no matter what, he's sad. Yeah, he's sad Cap. <laughs> yeah. It's why are we asking about his age? We should ask about his emotional Mental state. state yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's your answer, Fishbulb. I'm so sad now <laughs> about it. I do like that. It's why you don't ask an Avenger's age? You'll never yeah. get an answer you like. I do like that he'll outlive us, yes. no matter what. And that makes me feel safe and yeah. secure. I want to be tucked into my grave gently by Cap. Yeah. Uh, speaking of tucked into our graves, uh, these questions are definitely going to end it all for us. These are questions that you guys sent about us, and we don't exactly know what's in here. No. But uh, we're trying to be a, a bit un unfiltered, though uh, an off-screen producer may have helped us a little yeah. bit. You guys can actually mail us straight up fan mail or regular mail. You don't have to like us, but then don't send us anything weird. Yeah. Uh, but there is an address uh, on screen right now and then also in the description uh, of this all. You guys can send us stuff direct and we'll we'll show it off on the yeah. show and include uh, some questions like these. Mandy, that sounds fake. Mandy asks, which fan base has the most intimidating fans? Ooh, that's I, a really scary question to answer because they're intimidating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a lot of like different properties that we cover here. Uh-huh. And I would say, as of right now, I don't know about you, Philip. I think the Rick and Morty fans are the most intimidating because there's they're they have the highest IQ, but they also you got to like, be a genius to understand. You have the to jokes be a genius to understand the jokes. Yeah. But like, there's they're the quickest to point out if you get just something wrong or something they disagree with. You can't really win, basically. Like you can you can point out like a, a detail that you think is an interesting subtle detail and if they already saw that detail they'll yell at you. you they point send out you an audio you. recording. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be like, oh, no, I already saw that because, you know, they're the least grateful of mm -hmm. all of our fans. Like we, we do stuff for like Marvel fans and they're just so grateful that the MCU exists right now whereas the, the Rick and Morty fans are probably the hardest to please. To defend them for a second, Marvel fans have just gotten like the like time of their lives, win after win. Rick and Morty fans right now have to be like, oh great, it was two years for five episodes? It was cool. Yeah, we'll get five episodes more on the other side of the year. Uh, I'm gonna say Star Wars fans are still just a classic. Yeah. Specifically the, the, the word, most 
most intimidating. And this arm is the dark side. Don't join the dark side of the Force, Paul. Yeah, they are the OG, like, no one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. Exactly. And I do love nerding out about Star Wars with a Star Wars fan because they're like, oh my God, they, you know, there's that guy that cries every time a, a teaser trailer comes out. Oh, sure. And yeah. he <laughs> makes me cry when I watch his videos because he's just so impassioned and I love that. But that same passion translates to, you are so wrong, you need to do your research before you open your mouth. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I mean, I just said hi. You know, like, they, yeah. they can find, especially because they have Star Wars Legends in their head. Mm -hmm. And Star Wars Legends has all kinds of stuff that is not canon, but they want you to know that a, a lot of stuff used to be canon, and so you have to also be balancing all that. You have to be so well-researched to even have a conversation yeah. with Star Wars fans. That's true, and it, the Star Wars uh, fan base spans generations, like since 1977. Yeah, which should be beautiful. It should be a good thing, but there's <laughs> multiple generations of heartbreak there too. Yeah. Like starting 97 is when people are like, wait, what is, why, why is Boba Fett in this scene now when he's supposed to be, why is the Emperor looking like this? Like that's when, why is Greedo shooting first? And now there's children who are watching the Disney Plus Star Wars saying, why does Greedo say McClunky? <laughs> what, what does that mean? I bet you have McClunky. <laughs> 97 is also the same year where I learned about the the rough side of trying to be a Star Wars fan where I was getting into seventh grade and I um, got to redo my bedroom and uh, <laughs> they were doing a, a Phantom Menace uh, sale on QVC and I asked my dad to order all Phantom Menace nice. uh, gear. <laughs> like I wanted a huge Darth Maul tapestry that was going to cover the whole back wall uh. and I had shelves for all the figurines. <laughs> a number of them were Jar Jar related mm -hmm. and right as, as like my dad was like placing the order, my sister just walked in and stopped everyone. She goes, guys, everyone stop. And she walked right up to me. She goes, Philip, is this cool? Oh, and I was no. like, yeah. She goes, is it cool? And I was like, no, it's not. And I didn't order any of it. I just had plain white walls. <laughs> and then I got kicked out of that room eventually, oh, which is a whole other look story. Look at you now. You've rose above. You've built an entire home of filled with Star Wars stuff. And my sister Captain still Phasma. doesn't think I'm cool. So take that, Christina. Just keep chasing that high. <laughs> <laughs> I just want her approval. All right. What what else have uh, they asked? Uh, next one. Landon got a white box tears. Have you ever had something happen to you as a child that you didn't understand what it meant until later? I think we just heard that for <laughs> Philip. I had, uh, actually, oh. you're the one who, who explained to me what this meant. Philip, like a couple years ago, uh, said, because I had this story that I... I raised you. I was your father. That's <laughs> what this sounds like. I didn't understand until I was a man. I would get picked up from school with, with my siblings. My mom on Mondays, if we were good, would take us by McDonald's to go get um, like ice cream. And we'd get good mom, good mom. Good mom. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> I would always get like a hot fudge sundae and I didn't like getting peanuts on it. And I was like six? You were there. <laughs> yeah. I was 31 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and um, one time they put peanuts on it and I didn't want it. Every time we went through that drive-thru, the woman who worked there, she would look at me and I would tell this as like the punchline of the story, not realizing it was a punchline. I would, she said, I remember you, no nuts. And Philip started laughing. And I'm like, yeah, it's a cute story, right? And he's like, yeah, this woman called you no nuts. Yeah, for repeatedly. repeatedly. Yeah. And I went back and told my siblings, like, did you laugh at the story because it was cute that she just remembered I didn't like nuts or that she said no nuts? And they're like, yeah. So she called a little blonde haired six year old boy yeah. no nuts every time. They gave you a mean nickname. You got bullied at McDonald's. <laughs> and I would sing it to myself, like, that's right, no nuts. I'm so no funky. nuts. Mm, Pleased to no meet you. Yeah. Little no nuts eats his hot fudge Sunday because he's yeah. a good no nuts. Yeah. <laughs> you go to the hot dog and say, no wiener, please. <laughs> I'm no wiener. 
I'm so sorry about that. I remember th uh, that. I'm glad you told me because I'm happy that I know now. Yeah, and you went back and you found her. She was still there. Yeah, she's still there. She goes, hey, no nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Come back yeah. more. And you guys are engaged now, right? Yeah. It's beautiful. Uh, I actually do remember, it's a quick one, that uh, when I, <laughs> I, was, I went to the beach with my mom and her sassy friend once, and I was like six or seven. The sassy friend and, have a name? Uh, uh, Blanca. The, the the name from uh, Street Fighter. Uh, I'm assuming that's where she got it. Uh, and I I was you know doing that thing where like you when you're a little boy you want to bring presents to your mother. And so I was gathering um, a bunch of uh, shells to like present to my mother. And I br I kept bringing them over like and you know it didn't win any more love or anything. But it, I kept doing it. And then I br I felt bad that I didn't give one to her friend. And so I, I brought one over, and it was kind of this like long cylindrical one, and I handed it over to her. But she said like a quick Spanish phrase to my mom, and they both kind of like started laughing. For years, I would just play that in my head of like that phrase she said, that phrase she said. And then I got bullied in Spanish uh, once, or, and I started to learn some curse words, and I realized she said, "I'm gonna shove this in me like the d it is." <laughs> But I was a little boy, and she was saying it to my mom. She's like, "Oh, I'm gonna shove this little <laughs> dick in me." What bullying did you undergo? Yeah, they called what me. What did they say to you? They called me one. Oh. I yeah, and so uh, so then I learned in that moment that my that my mom's friend is a bitch and um, a drunk uh, and kind of slutty. Yeah. Blanca, if you're watching this, uh, I think I'm, you're Blanca I just want you is my no cool. nuts woman. Yeah, it's the same woman. <laughs> oh God, these are not questions that we should ever be answering. Yeah. Do we have one more question? We do, and hopefully it's uh, G-rated. Jeff, mm, fake. Uh, Jeff asks. What's the funniest thing you've ever heard someone say in a movie screening? Oh, <laughs> we have a lot of these stories, right? Because we, you know, we, we share all our stories. We share all of our <laughs> stories. When I saw Avengers Endgame a second time, or I think it was the third time, I saw it with my girlfriend, and it wasn't as packed that night. Although it was like the Monday after, it was still pretty busy in the theater. There was a kid who brought his dad there, and his dad was just like not into Marvel comics. He's just like, who is this? Was he like in the Superman movie that we watched? And he was like not paying attention, he was like falling asleep, and the son kept being like, oh look, Cap picked up the hammer, that's a big deal, and Dad's like, I don't care, it's a bother me. And at the end of the movie, old Cap shows up, and the dad perks up, and he, at the movie theater, silent. He elbows his son and goes, hey, that's Clint Eastwood. <laughs> and the son's just like, shut up. And I, I had to like stifle laughter, because the dad was so confident, he's like, hey, that's Clint Eastwood. <laughs> he woke up to connect with his son, <laughs> Like the one thing, yeah, Clint Eastwood. Man, it was not Clint Eastwood, but I, what? I like that dad <laughs> still thinks he's like, hey, they got Clint Eastwood for that superhero movie. <laughs> Pretty cool. Good on them. <laughs> the only thing that's coming to mind right now is this that time that we, but we were both there. We both went to go see 1408. Oh yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. and there's a, a moment in the middle of the movie where it's very, it's like 48 minutes into the movie uh -huh. or something. There's a countdown timer starts. That's right. That's like. If you don't uh, deal with this, you will die the alarm by the end of the, the movie. Yeah, yeah, and it's counting down from 60 minutes, and there's an <laughs> hour left in the movie. Uh -huh. And then uh, one girl, like an older gen gentlewoman, uh, hit her friend. She goes, hey, 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 there's only a minute left in the movie. Come on, watch. <laughs> she thought it was one minute countdown until the movie was suddenly going to end. We were what, like a half an hour into the movie 40, 40 point? minutes yeah. in, yeah. I mean, it would have been that movie could have ended right there, to be fair. But, yeah. In one minute, they're gonna wrap all this up. I love that. I love people like getting things wrong out loud as you're watching a movie with them. Oh yeah, the cocky idiot is my favorite character. <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> yeah, I know. I've seen this trick before. Just 60 <laughs> seconds left. Yeah. Guys, you can also send us questions about things that are more on brand for us. Oh, we have anything, to answer that anything too. Not anything, anything. Eric's really pushing for some weird stuff to show up in these boxes. But that's it for this week's episode of Big Question. That's right. Yeah, we did it. We, we've been wanting to do the show forever just like to, to really geek out on stuff and not be judged for it. Did he judge me? No, but my sister called in and called us both nerds. <laughs> yeah, Blanca said something really offensive. <laughs> something really gross. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, a reminder to hit us up with your questions next week. You can use the hashtag what? Big question? Big question works. And uh, hit us at New Rockstars on social media uh, or in the comments. And uh, we're going to be looking for everything because we want this to be our chance to like interact with yeah. you we'll and do answer a your questions. Deep dive, big old question. Deep dive, explain. We'll do small, weird, fat old questions. Small, all uh, kinds well, of questions. Thanks to everyone who submitted questions for this episode. Uh, and uh, let's thank ourselves. Philip, thank you. Eric, thank you. This has been really fun. I, I can't <laughs> wait to do this more and more. Do you uh, mean drink at work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See you next yeah, week. Yeah, that's it. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye.